Welcome to None of This is Real. It's a podcast about stuff that's weird and mysterious. <laughs> I'm Doomsday Domini. And I'm Sarah Sinkhole. Hey! Sinking, sinking down in a hole over here, y'all. Oh! And you look good doing it. Thanks, and that's what really matters. <laughs> yes, that's what's really important. Puck, stop! God! My dog is just loudly and wetly rooming himself while I try to podcast. This is a podcast for all things nasty and disgusting, such as your dog and his audible anus licks. <laughs> These audible anus licks are brought to you by a nasty-ass dog. The grossest ASMR you've ever experienced. <laughs> Pug, stop, for real. No. Anyways, hi. So this podcast has started off to a real good start. Real smooth, real smooth going here. Smooth mm-hmm. going? Who says that? Nobody. You, no, you made that up. <laughs> I ruined everything. Hey, has anything weird or mysterious happened to you lately? Um, besides listening to your dog lick its butt, let's see. I was texting my dad at the same time that Lorenzo was on the phone last night, and I typed out, you goober, at the same time that Lorenzo called his friend, you goober, on the phone. <laughs> oh like, my god, you goobers. <laughs> Yes, that's that's really where that ends. Is that we are both the we're the goobers. <laughs> Whoa, dude, we're the goobers. What we've been the goobers. The goobers this, have been in you this whole time. This whole time. <laughs> I'm a goober, and it feels so right and good. I'm embracing <laughs> it. <laughs> okay, so what what weird thing are you going to tell me about? Uh so I was visiting my parents for my mom's birthday a couple weeks ago and we were watching a movie and we were trying to watch a scary movie it's it turned out to be just really really weird but the beginning of it was kind of creepy and suspenseful um it's called in the tall grass on net on Netflix. oh yeah that's a stephen king thing it's a stephen king book but you know so you know how some stephen king books veer off into like this wild storyline that you just kind of ignore and then it gets back to the rest of the book and you're like okay whatever Stephen King yeah that's something he does <laughs> well so the movie was it it the premise is really really cool um but then it went it just went off the rails way way too hard and oh, no. uh, but anyway we were still in the suspenseful scary part of the movie in the beginning and all of a sudden we heard this loud crash and it was like a crashing that just kept happening for several seconds and it was like is that ever gonna end what is going on out there the Um, world is ending sound like a bunch of glass bottles are having a fight but the we so we went outside to investigate and the recycle bin had fallen down the stairs oh my gosh so we had put the recycle bin near the beginning of the stairs so Puck can't go down. Oh, okay. I was wondering why it was just sitting at the top of the stairs. We booby-trapped the house. <laughs> Something came and knocked it over. I don't know what. A, a raccoon, probably, or a possum. It was probably just, like, so perfectly balanced, and then, like, a butterfly came and landed on the lip of a wine bottle, and the whole thing went crashing down the stairs. Yes, we like to precariously place it on the very edge just 
for fun. That sounds like something you goobers would do. Anyway, yeah, it was weird though. It doesn't sound as weird as it felt in the moment, but it was it was weird. We were like, "What are the odds? Oh, we're watching a scary movie and there was a loud noise. <laughs> no, there's trash everywhere." It's like that song Lightning Crashes, but it's like recycling bins crashing. Oh god. To the ground. <laughs> Just that kidding. No. How that song goes at all. <laughs> I'm glad it's not because I don't want to get that song stuck in my head but also that's not it (laughs) I'm crying a little bit anyway sorry for that we're gonna talk about god what do we even how do we preface this this is the sexy episode (laughs) okay this is the sexy episode we're gonna talk let's talk about sex baby we're gonna talk about sex we're gonna talk about but sex. Not in the way that most people talk about sex. We're gonna talk about mysterious and weird, paranormal, t- supernatural kinds of sex. <laughs> spooky, spooky sex. <laughs> <sighs> and okay. I'm gonna go first. Go ahead. I can't wait. <clears throat> so I'm gonna talk to you about spectrophilia. Ooh. And. My sources are, get ready, a Cosmopolitan article. Oh, wow. (laughs) I'm scared already. (laughs) Called An Expert Explains Spectrophilia, a.k.a. Ghost Sex by Karina Shea. Um, Dreamstudies.org, an article called The Ecstasy of Lucy Liu, Erotic Encounters in Hypnagogia. Wow. Um, Yep, by Ryan Hurd. Um, and then a nor a nor- wow, I was about to say something else. A New York Post article called "Woman Who Had Sex with Twenty Ghosts Is Now Engaged to a Spirit" by Christian Golian <laughs> Golian something nice. like that. Sorry, Christian. Okay, spectrophilia, as you may have guessed, is ghost sex. Oh my god, y'all! Oh my Get ghost. Ready. Okay. It is known as sex with ghosts or attraction between humans and ghosts. Another um, definition of it is attraction to objects seen in mirrors, which is an interesting differentiation. So you're attracted to the reflection of an object? Yeah, I mean, it's basically, they both are things that aren't actually there. So maybe that's... So like, when I see the chair in the room with me, I'm like that's a nice chair or whatever but i'm feeling then i look at the reflection of the chair in the mirror and i'm like oh god that's one hot chair yes exactly you've explained it perfectly okay i get it so and we did do another episode about um sleep is that ew puck stop (laughs) god sorry y'all if you can hear that ew i mean it's so sloppy he sounds like a, a squirrel eating an oyster or something like what (laughs) so on a previous episode we talked about um sleep paralysis and i talked about incubus and succubus so or incubi and succubi right and that is the notion that ghosts are basically sexually assaulting you while you sleep uh, or demons and this is not quite that this is a little bit different this is consensual sex with ghosts (laughs) okay Uh 
<laughs> I feel like I'm just going to giggle like a seventh grader pretty much this whole episode. <laughs> Sounds good. Like, can you really just say that out loud? Oh my God. So, who has sex with ghosts? A surprising number of celebrities. <laughs> okay, so Kesha explained to Ryan Seacrest on the air. <laughs> That her 2012 song, Supernatural, is about asexual encounter with a ghost. All right. And that's who you want to tell your sexy secrets to, Ryan Seacrest. Ryan Sexy Seacrest. (laughs) No. Okay. Mm -hmm. I feel no sexual anything in my body when I see Ryan Seacrest. Nope. He's very, like... um, Doesn't do it for me. He feels really, um, like... (laughs) Hygienic or so not hygienic. What's yeah. the word I'm looking he's for? Too like sterile. Sterile. Yeah. <laughs> not in like the seed sort of way, but in the <laughs> but just in like banal. a banal medicinal well, kind of way. I don't know. Yeah. No. We're really. We're really. <laughs> he's milk toast, is what you're saying. It's just bland. Yeah. Sorry, Ryan Seacrest. I'm so I know sorry, you're Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> I know you listen to this podcast. Um, she says that that song Supernatural is about a sexual encounter with a ghost. So please go listen to it. Um, she said, quote, it's about experiences with the supernatural, but in a sexy way. (laughs) She told Seacrest, I had a couple of experiences with the supernatural. I don't know his name. He was a ghost. I'm very open to it. I mean, sounds like it. That's cool. Yeah. I'm not going to, you know, do, do right. what you will. I, I myself had a, a ghost boyfriend, remember, from the very first episode of this podcast. Philip. Episode my, one, Sarah's ghost boyfriend. My businessman ghost boyfriend. Yeah. Business ghost. That business ghost. He's all business, if you know what I mean. <laughs> okay, anyway, that was so cheesy. Okay. Yep. In 1999, Lucy Liu spoke to Us Weekly about taking a nap and winding up climaxing from sex with oh. a ghost. Okay. All right, Lucy so, Lou. It's not just ghost sex. It's like good ghost sex. I mean, I would think that if you were going to fuck a ghost, it, it'd have to be worth it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Make it count. She Make it count. She was lying down on a couch for a nap, and she felt an unknown presence on top of her. What followed was a pleasurable spell of lovemaking. She said, quote, it was sheer bliss. I felt everything. I climaxed, and then he floated away. (laughs) Sounds like the perfect sexual encounter. Fuck yeah. I said yes to it. It was great. And then he just, poof, he's gone. Also, also, what, how did you, how did she phrase it? A spell of what? Lovemaking? A pleasurable spell of lovemaking? Yeah, what is that? I feel like that's what everyone <laughs> should say now after they after they have a sexual encounter. Oh, thank you for that pleasurable spell of lovemaking. <laughs> I'm going to say that to Jay next time. <laughs> oh, Lord of mercy. No, I'm not. Okay. Uh, yep. <laughs> then there's Amethyst Realm. What a great name. Yeah, she that's... is a British woman who went viral for claiming to have had sex with twenty ghosts and getting engaged to a spirit who she met on a work trip to Australia. <laughs> okay, she met Just, him on a work a, trip. I have so many questions. That's First how people of all, meet. Uh, yeah, 
But so does she have to move to Australia to be with him? Or can he like leave his haunt and come be with her? I think it sounds like he went with her. Um, and you'll see why in a second. Okay. So she told British TV show ITV this morning that she cheated on her fiance with a ghost and has gone on to have supernatural affairs with at least 20 paranormal beings. How would you like breaking that to your partner? Like, I'm sorry. Um, I'm leaving you you for a ghost. So like what in the world? Yeah. That'd really be a hit to your self-esteem. I think. I, I feel like I at that point, like I'd be really upset at first, and then if they said it was a ghost, I'd be like, okay, great. Uh, oh, let's so. get you some help. Yeah. I <laughs> guess I shouldn't say that. I mean, to each their own. Like this lady loves ghosts. It's okay. <laughs> I just uh, if it's it fine. was my if it was my partner, I would be like, okay, all right there, sweetums. See you later. Yeah. I mean, to like you said, to each their own. This is a judgment-free zone. Are you okay, lady? (laughs) Are you okay? Realm said that the ghost asked her to get married during a trip to celebrate their nine-month relationship at England's Wookiee Hole Caves. (laughs) So that entire sentence is cracking me up. I think that wins the award for the weirdest (laughs) sentence said on this podcast. And there have been some weird ones, but that... (laughs) Wookiee Hole, yeah. So not only is she celebrating her nine-month anniversary with a ghost, but they go to a place called Wookie Hole Caves to what celebrate. What the hell, England? And that's why I think that the ghost came to join her, because they're in England having celebrating their anniversary. So it kind of sounds like maybe trips the ghost to Wookie Holes together, gallivanting yeah. around. Yeah, he must. The ghost must be able to. Uh, I guess they're not stuck in one spot. I guess. Yeah, so. I mean, what happened after they left Australia? Was it like, okay, I'm going to get on my flight. You materialize at my apartment in England <laughs> and my flat Just wait for or me. whatever. And Or did she buy her ghost a seat? You can't the sit flight? there. My fucking boyfriend is sitting there. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying not to laugh at this person, but it, it's make it's make it's striking me as funny. I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure you're not alone in that, because most people wouldn't be able to take this seriously. I don't think you should feel bad. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to give it some. I don't know. Gravitas. To, something. <laughs> oh okay, so when she, you know, she was interviewed about the engagement, she said. <laughs> There was no going down on one knee. He doesn't have knees. But for the first time, I heard him speak. That was the first time she'd ever heard him speak? Yeah. She told The Sun, which was the paper. The newspaper. Okay. Um, She said, I could actually hear his voice, and it was beautiful, deep, sexy, and real. So she hadn't heard his voice before. I guess that there's a telepathic communication that happens. Let's just assume, for fuck's yeah. sake, who cares? Why not? There's no going down on one knee. He doesn't have knees. He doesn't have knees. This is my favorite quote of all time. Okay. <laughs> the bride-to-be added that this engagement is much more satisfying than her previous living fiancé. She said, sometimes I get the feeling that I'm being moved. Orgasms I have with my spirit lovers have been way more satisfying than any I've had with ordinary men okay (laughs) so 
ghost spectral penis is the best penis. I mean, maybe she. What did maybe I just she, say? Maybe she likes men and women ghosts because okay, I feel like when spectral... you're a ghost, it's it almost doesn't. Does it matter? No, I'm about to do nothing. my bird voice again. Does it matter? Does it matter? <laughs> Does it? Uh, gender's a, a construct even when you're dead. <laughs> Especially after you're dead. <laughs> Everything's... Then you really get it. Um, uh. And then I started to go down another rabbit hole and I stopped myself because I, like, I did all my research this morning. But um, if you look up spectrophilia, if you type it in in YouTube, for me, oh, the first video that came up was a very old episode of oprah oh okay is this when oprah was like more like a sally jesse phil donahue kind of talk show where it was like look at these crazy whack jobs doing crazy whack stuff yeah it was less deepak chopra and more less eckhart tolle and more my daughter's a hoochie mama who worships satan yeah it was more spectacular but she was taking it very seriously. so i watched like half of this episode on YouTube or as a clip on YouTube and it was this older woman like she had to be in her 60s okay talking about how she'd had sex with a ghost and Oprah was very like professional about the whole thing um, unlike she us take, she was given it the gravitas that we cannot no because she's the consummate professional but go watch it it's just so, so weird and i i was gonna include all the details in here but i just was like you know what no let's end it with that ghost engagement that's pretty great that's um so uh, good news for all of us that's uh what's her name emma watson you know just came out and said she was what she call it self-partnered oh yeah self- instead of single yeah there's hope for everyone you could be self-partnered you could be ghost partnered you could be multi-partnered just do whatever as long as everything's consensual and there's respect, what does it matter? That's real. Consent is real. That's the only yes, thing. Consent that's definitely and love. real. Those are real. Um, the only other thing I wrote in my notes okay, is, I because I wanted to mention it, the succubus and incubus, uh, in case you didn't hear our succubi episode, they are a female or male demon, respectively, who seduce humans, um, and they are religious concepts that date back at least as far as the 14th century. In some cultures, folklore probably much earlier. Um, but in modern secular terms, it's not a concept that draws a lot of attention. Um, and most researchers attribute the phenomena to sleep paralysis. So that's what that is. This is this doesn't seem to be that. This is a whole. This lady's got a whole relationship. So a whole ass relationship. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, All right. So what do you think? Is any of that real? Um, you know what? Like I said before. The only thing I think is real is love. So there you so go. So yes. If they're That's in real. love, then yes, it's real. She's got love for a ghost. Whatever, man. She's not hurt anybody. Yeah. Although, I mean, maybe it is just a different form of sleep paralysis. Maybe there are some people when they experience sleep paralysis, it's not a negative thing for them. They're just, they don't have those same connections in their brain. So yeah, maybe they, they like it. I don't know. They have erotic sleep paralysis. But I know that after this, I'm going to go listen to Supernatural. This, the Kesha song that's about Yeah, we're definitely going to have to listen to that. I don't think I've ever heard that one. I haven't either, so I will after this. Okay. All right. So anyway, you've got a whole other sexy, sexy topic to talk about. Oh, me. gosh. Oh, gosh. Listen, mine basically turned into a listicle yet again because 
Yay! If I, I couldn't decide which thing I wanted to spend more time talking about, so it's just a list of, of titles, because I'm going to tell you about cryptid erotica, y'all. Okay? Ooh, yeah. And I'm going to cite my sources here. Cryptozoological erotica is actually a thing by Jason Stroming. Softcryptid.com. <laughs> <laughs> iflscience.com cultofweird.com amazon.com which has 214 results when you search cryptid erotica and that's not all that's just if you search cryptid erotica and of course wikipedia short and sweet that time yep gotta keep it short and sweet i'm sick of hearing myself sing off key <laughs> all right so Monster erotica, also referred to as monster porn, cryptozoological erotica, or by some authors, erotic horror, is a shub shubgenre. It's a shubgenre. It's in your shrubbery. It's a shrubgenre out there in your shrubs. Of erotic literature that involves sexual encounters between humans and monsters. This can include dinosaurs, which is that's a whole other oh my God. category. <laughs> Cryptids such as yetis, mythological, no, mythical and legendary beings such as minotaurs, minotaur, minotaur, leprechauns, or extraterrestrials. Monster erotica writers argue that sex with monsters is different than sex with animals in that the monsters are portrayed as intelligent beings and as being in control of the encounter. So don't get any weird ideas. <laughs> <laughs> However, erotic monster novels novels often feature non-consensual sex as regards the human participants. That is a running theme. Sorry, I'm not making this up, but a lot of people have this uh, non-consensual sex with the monster f fantasy, apparently. So some of these stories can date as far back as Carmilla, a novel from 1872 by Sheridan Le Fanu. And Dracula, of course, by Bram Stoker in 1897. That's a good book. It is a good book, I agree. It, it didn't really take off till the internet happened, apparently. And most of it is self-published, because that's a thing we can do now. And people are really doing it. They're going for now, it. This might be something not many people knew about until um, last year, I want to say. When public attention was drawn to the genre, when a man called Denver Riggleman was elected to the U.S. House of Representatives in Virginia's 5th con Congressional District in 2018. His opponent accused him of being a, quote, devotee of Bigfoot erotica, which he denied. And this was based on an image he shared on Instagram to promote a book entitled The Mating Habits of, of Bigfoot and Why Women Want Him. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I remember in an interview, that. Yep. In an interview with CRTV, Riggleman stated that the image was an obvious joke, that he, but he did have an interest in Bigfoot and co-offered, co-offered? No, authored. <laughs> he co-authored the actual self-published book, Bigfoot Exterminators Incorporated, the partially cautionary, mostly true tale of Monster Hunt 2006 with ESPN writer Don Barone. The book, he claims, is an anthropological book sort of based on parody and satire and said, I thought it was funny. There's no way anybody's dumb enough to think this is real. Now, I read a whole article about how this is just a distraction from the actual problem with Mr. Riggleman, which is that he has associated with white supremacists. And it's like, hey, who gives a shit if he likes Bigfoot's dick? He's hateful. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about that. Yeah, let's. Ah, the media. Okay, so 
Pornhub noticed something rather funny in the days after the accusation of the devotee of Bigfoot erotica went viral. Here's a quote from a Pornhub staff writer or staff member. The last few years have taught us to expect the unexpected when it comes to politics in the United States. We're pretty open-minded here at Pornhub, Hub, but none of us were expecting that Bigfoot pornography would be at the center of a contentious race for a U.S. House of Representatives seat in Virginia. So, according to Pornhub, hundreds of people searched for Bigfoot erotica on the portal, uh, but on July 30th, there was a whopping 8,000% increase of people looking for cryptid <laughs> porn. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and they only have 14 videos when you search for Bigfoot. One of them is a self-described hot nerd playing a Bigfoot video game. So okay. that's what we're all about. Now, I'm just going to start reading some titles to you, okay? These are big yeah. titles of cryptid erotica? Yes, that you may find so, on the internet. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm going to go watch them. <clears throat> okay. Well, these are these are ebooks. You got to read it. Oh, hell mm -hmm. yeah. Yes. So a lot of these are on Amazon, like I said before. So we're going to start off with the monster in her panties. Okay, it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. Yielding to the merman. Ooh, okay. I want to read that one. Punished by the centaur. <laughs> Savaged by the swamp creature. Um, <laughs> in deep with Nessie. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sex with my husband's anatomically correct robot. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Which doesn't count, but it was so bad, I had to read it. Here's a really good one. Bigfoot did me from behind, and I liked it. <laughs> um, let's see. The Goat Man Cometh. How's that one for you? Mm, There's also mm, The Moth Man Cometh, of course. Frankenstein's Bitch. <laughs> I just don't know why I had to yell that one. And here's a theme that I really don't like. It makes me feel so gross. Uh, milked by the aliens. No. Let me just say, there are entirely too many titles for erotica in all categories that include the term milk or milking. What? Why? A lot of them are also about daddies, and I hate it. Okay, I'm really disturbed. What the fuck? I don't like milks it Milked by the aliens. Isn't it disgusting? Yeah. Attack of the Gay Tentacles. <laughs> you know what they say about big feet. That's so silly. My yeah, that one's really bad. My butt belongs to Sheep Squatch. <laughs> what? Let's see. Jerked off by the Jersey Devil. <laughs> okay. Fun. Fun stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, booty Call of, the of Cthulhu. <laughs> I'm crying. Humped by cryptids. Oh, and this really long wordy one. The Minotaur has a labyrinth whose twist and turns are also the root to my heart. That is not a very good title. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Now I'm going to just read you a couple excerpts. Oh, God. And descriptions. So from the book entitled Come for Bigfoot... Oh my god. Here's a quote. Leaving the cabin, we raced naked and shoeless into the forest, only stopping when we were a safe distance away. A pair of hairy feet appeared before me, and I gasped. <gasps> 
Now, I'm not going to ruin Come for Bigfoot for you, so if you want to read it, that's just going to give you a little teaser there. Oh, I want to read it. Um, Tamed by the Blob. Now oh, we're really gosh. getting to some Globster territory here. All Tina ever wanted was a family of her own. But at 43, she's childless, single, and working in a diner. First of all, who cares? Sounds great. Um, how could things possibly get any worse? This was not written by a feminist. Well, I'll tell you, a giant alien blob could escape from a research fac facility and invade her home. Is this the horrifying conclusion to a lifetime of disappointment or the beginning of a wonderful new chapter in Tina's life? Things get wet and wild in this 70-plus page Monsterotica novella. Pure erotic horror. Excuse me, part erotic horror, part sweet sticky romance. You'll never see a love like theirs. Put on your raincoat. Things are about to get messy. Ew, God. Ew for so many reasons because of how not feminist it is, ew, but also yes. just ew. Yeah, gross. It's terrible. All right, let's see. Um, I wear woman, part two: tendrils of the night of the nightmare. Mm. The second part of an ongoing paranormal adventure serial featuring ancient cur curses, gender transformation, secret identities, sultry hookups, steamy romance, beings of the supernatural, and Lovecraftian horrors. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sounds interesting. I might read that. I might read it. That sounds pretty good, actually. Give it a shot. Okay. Moan for Bigfoot, uh, which is different for than come for Bigfoot. Moan for Bigfoot. Bigfoot? What? Oh, God. I can't even speak. I'm so... My cheeks hurt from laughing. Has been downloaded over 100,000 times, and there are 16 installments of the Moan for Bigfoot series. Oh, my God. Here's a quote from that one. For a grizzled walking carpet with the manners of a goat, he sure was a good kisser. <laughs> oh, Lord. See, I don't think I could make out with Bigfoot. I feel like that's almost the sexiest one, but everyone says that Bigfoot smells so bad. So I just... Right. And his mouth is huge. Like, just the sheer size difference. It'd be like, what are you even doing? Just He's just going <laughs> to lick your face for a while. I don't know. It's definitely not doing it for me. I'm going to pay a, uh, some homage to who I consider to be the master of the genre, um, Dr. Chuck Tingle. Okay. Of course. Yes. So you, he can find his books on Amazon and you can follow him on Instagram, which uh, I'm pretty sure we do the podcast and myself personally, because he's a brilliant, brilliant human. So here are some examples of his titles. Um, Helicopter Man Pounds Dinosaur Billionaire Ass. <laughs> oh, Lord. This is getting hardcore. Bigfoot Sommelier Butt Tasting. <laughs> The Butt Files. The Case of Bigfoot's Wiener. <laughs> oh my god. The Butt Files. Um, Schrodinger's Butt. <laughs> okay. The, I wish we would have had these in high school. Oh my god. Please. We would have had so much fun. President Donald Loch Ness Trump pounds America's butt. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, here's a one callback from... Um, how we started here. Don't vote for Virginia congressional hopeful Denver Wiggleman because he is full of hate, not because Bigfoot makes him hard. <laughs> is that... Wait, what is that? That's the name of a book. That's a whole book. That's the 
title. Yeah. I'm and now I haven't read any of these. I'm just going on title and um cover art alone, but I'm I'm in love. I'm going to here's one more. It is Scary Stories to Tingle Your Butt. Okay. Seven Tales of Gay Terror. In the dead of night comes a terrifying scream, not of fear, but of hardcore gay passion, between a man and the gay Bigfoot that haunts his balls. If your butt is already tingling as ferociously as ours, then this is the collection for you. Presenting Chuck Tingle's Scary Stories to Tingle Your Butt, a seven-book collection of the most bone-chilling tales to ever harden your bone. Within you will, within, you will find the following masterworks of modern literature. Bigfoot Pirate Haunts My Balls. Vampire night bus pounds my butt. Angry man pounded by the fear of his latent gayness over a dinosaur transitioning into a unicorn. My ass is haunted by the gay unicorn colonel. The state of California stalks my gay butthole. The curse of Bigfoot butt camp reamed by my reaction to the title of this book. All hail Dr. Chuck Tingle. That's oh all I have to God. say. What? How do you haunt someone's balls? Like, is there just a little ghost around you? Just yeah, right around your ectogism. balls all the time? Remember? Oh. From the, uh, from the, from the episode we did about, what was it even about? I don't even know. I can't think anymore. I just said so many ridiculous things. It was a thing. I think that was the same episode we talked about haunted pussies, too, so obviously it's a thing it's a so thing look out your genitalia can be haunted people i think everybody's is after a while <laughs> <laughs> after a while the ghosts of ex partners and lovers just lingering ew no 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 no, no not like that uh uh-uh, no anyway that's wow. that's scarier than anything we've ever said <laughs> you just that's said. more terrifying like okay. you're just trying to pee in your ex ghost hovering above the toilet Remember me? No, I've been trying for years to forget your sorry ass. Go away. Oh, then you have to have an exorcism on your nani. That's never good. Okay. So okay, I guess wow. I don't really have to ask you this because it's kind of irrelevant. It's the format of the show. <laughs> but it's it's a thing I have to do. Um, is any of that real? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I guess, well, I think people are probably, there are probably some people who are kind of get off on it, but... Um, I think it's mostly a joke. It has to be mostly a joke, right? I mean, Chuck Tingle's definitely... He's joking around. Not taking he's... This, he's not giving it the gravitas that others have. Oh, my God. So, oh God. I guess if I had to choose... Not that you asked, but I'm going to tell you. If I had to choose... I would still do the mermaid thing. The merman. I would do it with a merman. Okay. If I had to choose, I would probably pick... I'm going to go with the Mothman. Cool. Yeah. I feel like it'd be fun to do it in the air while you're flying around. I feel like the Merman would give me like some temporary special powers to, um, to be able to breathe underwater. And then we we could like roll around in the waves. And I don't know how it wouldn't be a, uh, a penetration thing because I don't (laughs) think that Mermen have penises, but he would pleasure me in other ways. Not all sex is penetrative. Penetrative? I can't say that word. There's all kinds of sex is what I'm trying to say. Yes. And some of that includes cryptids, apparently. Wow. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> wow. I'm processing. I can tell you looked like, for a second I thought that Skype froze again. I was like, oh no, I lost her. Nope. No, She's just, yeah, thinking, I'm just thinking way about... too much about Bigfoot's wiener. Actually, I kind of was oh, thinking no. about the merman 
thing. Oh, you were having yourself a moment, I see. <laughs> sorry, you started it. Oh, no. Tell Jay I'm sorry that if he has to wear a mermaid tail to bed from now on. <laughs> that was me, and I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, that's good. I'm not even sure there's anything to... Well, I guess we could ask the Magic 8 Ball about... What do you want to ask? About uh, ghost sex. Is sex with ghosts really more pleasurable than sex with human people? Okay. Magic 8 Ball. (laughs) (laughs) Is sex with ghosts really more pleasurable than sex with human people? Most likely. (laughs) All right. I gotta call Philip. Um, oh, I gotta go. I gotta get. I gotta get a merman on the line over here. <laughs> on the line. Ah, get it. Oh no. <laughs> you are awful. Okay. Because I, I gotta go y'all, to West Virginia. If you have ever had any experience with crypto erotica, or fantasized about a merman, or fucked a ghost for that matter. Yeah. Or you know, had a meaningful relationship with a ghost. Or been yeah, and been engaged to a ghost. God, I can't wait to hear about it. Please email us. Please None of this is us. real. But I don't know. We laughed podcast. so hard at this. I don't know if anyone would email us, but we no will... one's gonna trust us with their secrets. <laughs> we will try to give it some gravitas if you do. Um, it's just something we're not so familiar with. So I don't know. I just I don't know what that would be like to be that lady who's engaged to a ghost. You never know. You know, we're only thirty-seven. Got a lot yeah, of got, years ahead of us. We got our whole lives ahead of us, Sarah. <laughs> Maybe I haven't met the right ghost. Maybe I That's just right. haven't made passionate love with a cryptid. I haven't. But Maybe yeah, you always, haven't. There's still I'm time sure. is what I'm saying. Pretty sure. If you have any weird stories to send us, send them to none of this is real podcast at gmail.com. You can also slide into our DMs like a globster and oh, send us your gosh. stories on instagram um like us on facebook tweet at us join our facebook group we're all over the damn place we're everywhere it's a lot to keep (laughs) track of but yeah um also it would be really nice if you would rate and review us and tell tell the internet weirdos that they would like this thing that we're doing tell people that you recommend it highly and what else we have a patreon page you can go check out please support us on patreon if you like all of this weirdness that would be great that would be great it would give us more time to give you more weirdness get you some weird merch and maybe get my phone off of the spatula (laughs) yeah it'd be cool if we could get your phone off that spatula otherwise you know in the meantime y'all you don't have to believe in any of this you don't have to no one is forcing you all right that's right but you, I will force you to believe on yourself. Believe all over yourself. Right now. All over now. Hurry up. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye. We did.